0: Strap your shoes on tight, because we're back with the riveting conclusion to Danny's Pajamas, Private Dick in Blue Velcro. Has anyone seen my shoes? Anyone? (laughs) Larry? Todd?
1: My cabbie drops me off in front of the Schuster Warehouse. It was in an abandoned part of downtown.
0: Here we are. Will that be cash or cash?
1: Definitely not the kind of place you want to get dropped off at. Here you go. Don't spend it all in one place. (laughs) Nice one. Maybe who's ever running the place could give me my next clue to Lily's location. That's if, if she's still alive. I'd hate to see the look on that kid's face to find out his mother's dead. Or worse, the look on my face when I found out there's no one left to pay me. And even worse, the look on Vinny's face when I don't have his money for rent. And worst of all, the look on my face when Vinny kills me for not having the money. I knock on the front door. Nothing. Huh. Maybe they're not open. I knock again. The door opens. A man with a pair of fancy white gloves answers.
2: Hello, I'm Nathaniel Glovestein. How can I help you?
1: I grab him by the collar. (gasps) Let him know I mean business. Where's Laura Fern? What? Let me go! Don't play dumb with me. I know you got her locked up in there somewhere. Probably have her testing all your fancy Velcro shoes against her will or something. You freak. Velcro?
0: SHOES?! Sir, I think you have the wrong warehouse!
1: I loosen my grip. This is 3045 Bingo Street, right? No, you idiot! This is 3048 Bingo Street. 3045 is right next door. I look over to the warehouse next door. There's a sign that reads, SHOESTER'S SHOE FACTORY, FATHER OF THE FAMOUS VELCRO SHOE. Oh, would you look at that? Now let me go! I let him go. Alright, you're free to go. But answer me this. What are you guys making there?
2: I thought you'd never ask! Gloves! We make silk gloves! This is Glovestein's Glove Grove? Again, my name is Nathaniel Glovestein. Seems I was born into the glove business. I love gloves. Oh,
1: like the ones you're wearing?
2: Precisely!
1: Would you be interested in a pair? No, not really. Thanks for nothing, though.
2: Bye. Tell your friends!
1: I walk over to the warehouse next door and knock. But no answer again. Huh. Was this, a holiday? I knock again. Just when I was about to give up and go home, the floor below me opens up and I fall through a secret shaft. Pretty neat, huh? I was really falling there. I mean, it must have been over a hundred feet. Oh, I'm still falling. Oh, if I do ever hit the ground, and at this point, I kind of wish I don't, then I'd definitely be dead. Oh wait, I think I see the ground. Oh, I land in a cushiony leather chair that braces my fall. Phew, well that is a relief. just then, Velcro straps shoot out of the back of the chair. And what was just my savior had become my captor. Fuck! All around me, factory workers were assembling various types of Velcro shoes by the hundreds, if I had a guess. And again, this is just a hunch. This is where they made the shoes.
2: Uh, uh, Get me out of this! Don't struggle, Mr. Spajamas. We're only making it tighter.
1: The voice came from this scientist-looking fella. He was circling around me as if he'd just caught his prey. Hate to break it to you, pal, but I don't taste very good. Kinda salty. Bite me, nerdo.
2: Hmm, nice guy, eh? Schnitzel!
1: Yeah! Schnitzel, the big goon operating the control panel nearby, presses a big red button. (sighs) The Velcro clenches harder around my body. (laughs) It hurt.
2: How about we take this situation a little bit more seriously, hmm? Does that work for you, Mr. Spajamas? You see my shoes? Is this a way to treat one of your loyal customers? Oh, I can see. That's one from our premium line. So, not the cheapest. You have a good taste, Mr. Spajamas. Those are our most expensive models. Enough shoe talk, shoemeister. Where's Laura Fern? Ha ha ha! You are very amusing, Mr. Spijamas. But it seems your breadcrumbs have led you down a dead end.
1: Oh, this is the part where you tell me your life story, huh? You
2: see, it all started off Deutschland about four or five years ago.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: I was but a simple scientist. My name is Dr. Jürgen von Weisenheiner. I used to work for Hitler's research team developing technology to help my Fuhrer crush his enemies. At least that was until I invented the Velcro. It was different than all the other torture devices. It was so strong, so durable, so stylish. I couldn't live with myself if my prized creation was turned into a weapon. Go on. So I fled. I had a cousin that lived in the States and said, what the heck? Why not move here? I wanted this country to perish in flames. But maybe I can make a life for myself, I said. So the two of us vented the business and created everything you see before you. So what does that have to do with Laura Fern? Nothing at all, Mr. Spajanus. You see, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So... Let me get this straight. You don't
1: know anything about the disappearance of your shoe model.
2: No, I'm trying to tell you about shoes. Oh, so
1: why am I tied up?
2: Well, we don't normally have visitors or anyone to listen to my story, really. But this is a delicate operation. I wouldn't want anyone trying to steal
0: my technology. Oh, I think it's too late for that, cousin. Uh, who are you? Hans, what are you
2: doing here? I thought you were on a sales trip in Al Capoco.
0: Well, I forgot our new pair of sneaks. Ah!
1: Hans shoots Jergen in the chest. What an unexpected turn of events. I'm no doctor, but he was surely dead.
2: (laughs) Hans, how could you betray me like this?
0: Your shoes are old news, cousin. Weapons are in style this season. But what about our shoe empire? Our shoe dream? That was your dream, Jürgen. You knew how much Hitler wanted this technology. You're such a gifted creator, and you wanted to throw it all away on clothes? You betrayed him. How could you not think of your country? Not to mention the money. The
2: power! It was never about the power, Hans. It was always about the fashion.
0: Not anymore. Han shoots Jurgen again. He should
1: definitely be dead by now.
2: It's true. We will really the suffer for fashion.
1: <laughs> okay. Now he's dead. Where's Laura Hans? I don't care about all this Nazi shit. Just give me the girl.
0: Sure thing. She's been waiting for you.
1: (whistles) And there she was.
2: Time to die, Pajamas.
1: Her voice was as intoxicating as the call of the siren. More beautiful than her photograph. Her feet, well... I couldn't see her feet through the Velcro shoes, but I'm sure they were hot. Laura Fern, Laura! What are you doing here? Your son is worried sick about you.
2: I have no son, 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 son.
1: Her Velcro shoes were different than any of the other styles I saw in Shoomingdale's. They were covered in wires and gizmos. Almost looked like a mind control device or something, but I had to be sure. Hey, so like... Is she wearing mind control shoes or something? Why, yes. I thought you'd never ask. Really?
0: Cue my theme!
1: Oh, here we go again.
0: She wore blues.
1: That's your theme? <laughs> Wait, is that actually in the song?
0: No, that's track two, you idiot! Switch it to track three!
1: My bad.
0: You just can't find good henchmen these days. You know what I mean? No. There it is. This is just a prototype and a long line of weapons I've been developing behind my cousin's back. You're insane. Oh, contraire, Mr. Spajamas. Not insane at all. You see, the Nazis were experiencing a dearth of volunteers. If you could believe it, not everyone is necessarily enthused with mass genocide. So Hitler hired me directly to solve this issue. People are more willing to volunteer when they have no choice in the matter. I figured my cousin was into making shoes, so why not put a mind control device in them? Kind of a two birds, one stone situation.
1: You're a madman.
0: No, it all makes sense, Mr. Spajamas. You see, my cousin didn't understand the power of his invention. Velcro, besides, you know, holding things together well, has magnetic properties that allow a steady influx of static electricity, causing a neural cascade in the synapses, making the wearer to do things that I want! You're a... crazy... guy... just... Oopsies...
1: Um... Look, just... just go with it, okay? Just go with it, will ya? What?
0: Oh, okay. Just... just let me and
1: Laura go! No
0: chance! Without my prize shoe model, how will I assemble my Nazi robot shoe army? That's just good marketing. Also, she makes a really good Nazi robot zombie. What a compliment. Enough! Let's give our friend here a personal tour of our shoe factory, shall we? Let's start with the assembly line.
2: You got it, boss. Time
1: to die pajama. With the strength of seven, people, No, no! Laura rips out the bolted-down chair I was in and puts me on a moving conveyor belt. Where it was heading? These two giant smasher things you generally see in these situations. Uh, uh,
0: you'll never get away with this, Hans! I believe I already have, Mr. Spajamas. <laughs> he grabs Laura around the waist. Let's watch
1: him squish, baby!
0: Okay, okay.
1: Well, this is it. I didn't really expect this being my way to go. You know, getting crushed in a shoe assembly line smasher thing, but... I'm not really surprised. Thanks, pajamas. think. Think. Think, Spajamas. Think. Think. I tried to wiggle myself out of the chair, but it was no use. Come on, come on. The Velcro was too strong. Bye-bye, Mr. Spajamas. Just as I was about to be ground beef, I hear a familiar voice calling out to me.
2: Spajamas, press the button in the sole of the shoe. Aunt Mildred? No. It is Jurgen, you dunce! Oh, then what button? I equip the secret self-destruct button in every one of my shoes precisely for this reason! Quickly, before your body is crossed into tiny bits! Okay, bye-bye! Is that the front or the back of the shoe? Oh
1: wait, I think he's actually dead now. Bye-bye, Mr. Spajamas! You already said that! I was inches away from the Smashers. This was my final chance. I had to be quick on my feet. Even when you're about to die, you can have a sense of humor. Yes! In that split second, I managed to find the button with my big toe and unslip my shoe. Hey, Hans. Yeah, what is it? Your shoe's untied. Uh-huh. I fling my shoe like an Olympian javelin thrower. Uh, yeah! I'll watch as my Velcro shoe flies halfway across the room, over all the evil Nazi people and various Velcro styled shoes, and straight into the machine that's Snitzel pressed. The machine explodes on impact! Yes! No! In that instance, the velcro straitjacket holding me together loosens, freeing me in the nick of time to jump off the conveyor belt and away from the giant smasher thing.
0: No! No one unties the velcro king! Hans aims his pistol right at me. You know what they say, Spajamas. If the shoe fits, you die. Oh yeah?
1: Well, they also say two shoes are better than one. What? No one says that! I do. Laura comes out of nowhere. What the?! And smacks Hans with one of her gizmo shoes. <laughs> he falls to the ground, hard. <laughs> I guess Laura's mind control shoes were also disabled with the explosion? What a coinkydink.
2: It's pajamas! Look out!
1: Schnitzel sneaks up behind me and grabs my arms. <laughs> Ugh, I can't break free! <laughs> I had to think of something. Quick! Hey Schnitz. Yeah. Looks like your shoes about to be stomped. Yeah. I stomp on his foot.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Releasing me from his grasp. Yes. He hops in pain and accidentally trips onto the moving conveyor and right into the jaws of the giant Smasher things. Sorry Schnitzel. Looks like you're a little too tender for my taste. <laughs> oh, it was total chaos. The whole factory was now on fire, and factory workers were scrambling to escape. Let's get the fuck out of here! It's pajamas, this way! Laura and I make our way for the exit. We leave that scumbag Hans behind.
0: My factory! My shoes! My legacy! My body! Ah!
1: sometime later. I'm not really sure how long, because Laura and I were knocked unconscious on account of the building we were just in exploded us onto the pavement. We survived, though. A few scratches never hurt nobody. I mean, unless they get infected. By then, the cops and the firefighters had shown up. I guess people notice when a giant shoe factory explodes. I just finished telling my side of the story to Officer Stevens and
0: Officer Bradley. Uh, Hi, Officer Bradley, again. So, let me get this straight here, Spajamas. A ten-year-old boy's mother, who happens to be a foot model, was kidnapped by a pair of Nazi scientist cousins, one an actual Nazi who turned out to be rather sympathetic after he decided his evil tech would be better suited for fashion than war, and the other younger cousin, an American, who played his cousin for a fool, selling his tech back to the Nazis and warping it to create mind-control shoes that will force people into Hitler's regime? Is that, is that right? Is that it? Want me to write it down? I take a drag of
1: my cigarette. (coughs)
0: Uh, Mr. Stevens here, as we all know. You met me already. Uh Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable, the whole story you just said there. I wasn't listening to the entirety of it. Sounds like you made up most of it. And it doesn't really make any sense. Kind of lost you there, going over the plot points of everything you just said. It's a head scratcher. But it checks out. It's pretty plausible. You're just going
1: to have to go down to the station and... Uh... Give my full statement?
0: Yeah, I know. <coughs> Yeah, you know, it's gonna be a quick in and out. You'd be home before supper. Well, see you around, spajamas. Yeah, hey, uh, spajimi. Give me a solid. Stay
1: out
2: of trouble, will ya? You?
1: you guys know I can't promise that. And like that, it was all over. Sometimes the shoe fits. Other times, you get enlisted into the Nazi party. I guess that's just how the world works, huh? Someday, I'll make sense of it all. Someday.
2: Spajamas! Over here!
1: Laura calls me over by the ambulance she was getting fixed up at. Peter was finally reunited with his mother.
2: Thank you so much, Mr. Spajamas. I can't thank you enough for freeing me and saving our family. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Spajamas.
1: All in a day's work, kid. Now, let's get down to brass tacks. I hate to break this sentimental moment, but, uh, I'm gonna need that second payment.
2: Um... Sorry, Mr. Spajamas, but it turns out that was actually all the money we had. I lied.
1: You what? You little
2: shit! We'll get you the money, Spajamas. It's just gonna take some time. We owe you our lives. Something came over
1: me. A feeling of... goodness. You know, save it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just glad we were able to stomp... Those Nazi guys. (laughs) You guys get it, right?
2: Um, you already made that joke. Really? When? When you killed Schnitzel. We all heard it. You weren't even there. You're a good man, Spajamas. I wish more were like
1: you. Nah, then I wouldn't be so great. But, next time you get abducted and your little boy comes crying to me to come find you, are signing a contract. Deal. Laura kisses me on the cheek. I ask her one last thing before I go home and think about that kiss for three hours. Or four. Laura, wait. What do you want me to do with this? I pull out her velcro shoe. Burn it. And like that, I was back at square one. Well, square two. I did get paid a little. Not enough to pay my full debt to Vinny, though. Plus, I had to buy those fucking shoes. But it was a step in the right direction. <laughs> uh, my feet hurt. Just play the song. She wore blue
2: velcro. Whoa, bluer than velcro were her shoes. Whoa. Softer than cotton were her new pair of
1: socks.
2: Laura Fern was abducted by those evil Nazis but pajamas and to tease blue. Thank
0: Thank you so much for listening and look forward to the next episode of Danny's Pajamas Private Dick Pinch of Badness. Directed by Neil Gershon. Written by Neil Gershon and Andrew Maiorano, Editing, sound design, and mix Neil Gershon and Andrew Majorano. Starring Neil Gershon as Danny's Pajamas, Robot Lara Fern, and Blue Velcro Singer, Jamie Amos as Lara Fern and Peter Fern, Lauren Leland as Casting Assistant and Nikki, Doug Schulteis as Officer Stevens, Gabriel Villanueva as Podcast Announcer, and Andrew Majorano as Old Timey Announcer, Vinny, David Frondonowitz, Emil Shoewright, Roger Grelile, Nathaniel Glovstein, Jurgen von Weisenheimer, Hans schnitzel and various other background voices and a very special thanks to Manuel Rivas we love you